We come into the world and we are given the most powerful tool, but we aren't handed a user manual for it. I am talking about our mind. This is Emily from EssentiallyM.com and I am obsessed with mindset, manifestation, and spiritual alignment. I study NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, which is the deep understanding of the subconscious mind and how we can actually program and use it to create health, success, and happiness in our lives because our thoughts are truly our most powerful tool. If you are ready to create a life that you are absolutely in love with and live in a reality that is better than your dreams, then stick with me and consider this your weekly dose of free coaching. Welcome to the Miracle Mindset. Hey, it's me. I just wanted to let you know that if you are into personal development like I am, then you might be interested in the journals I created to help myself walk through a morning and evening routine. This, of course, is a habit of the world's most successful people, but I always found it so, so overwhelming. They start and end their day with things like journaling, affirmations, intention setting, clarity, evaluations and check-in, self-care actions of course like moving their body or stretching or taking deep breaths or meditating and it was just so overwhelming. I didn't know where to start, which ones to do, which ones not to do and felt like I didn't have time to do it all. So this all led to the creation of my morning and evening ritual journals, which I am proud to announce are now available on Amazon. All you have to do is search the morning ritual journal by Emily Ann Brandt or the evening ritual journal by Emily Ann Brandt. It's the first one that comes up anyway. And I hope you'll get both. You'll get free shipping if you do. And I know these will change the game for you like they did for me. So with that, let's get back to our show. All right, you guys, I'm so excited for this week. It is my first ever interview. And I have the pleasure of interviewing my new friend, Gabriella. I met her through an online course that we both ended up taking from a woman in California. Yet we are both here in the Toronto area and we've just connected and we had the chance to hang out a couple weekends ago and I decided to have her on the show. So let me just read you a little bit about Gabriella and then we'll dive right into the interview. So your resident positivity queen, Gabriella is a mindset junkie and obsessed with living her best life. She's on a mission to teach you to be the wildest, most raw and unedited version of yourself and to be unapologetic about it. Gabriella knows we are all capable of manifesting our dreams into reality, and she's a firm believer that with a little work, a bit of mindset shifting, and a pinch of woo-woo, you can transform your life. With upcoming courses, an oracle deck, ooh, and more in the works, this high-vibe babe knows how to live life to its full potential and wants you to do the same. Everybody, please get super excited for this episode. It's full of so many gems. Gabriella is so wise and so fun to talk to, and I hope you all enjoy. If you do enjoy it, please share it. Tag me and Gabriella on Instagram so we can see and answer you directly, and thank you for sharing. Okay, hello, Miss Gabriella. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining me on the Miracle Mindset podcast. You are my very first guest and first interview, and yeah. uh, <laughs> and you and I had a conversation about like the benefits of having an interview style podcast, and I was so like kind of skeptical, mostly because I was intimidated by the tech stuff, and you really supported me and encouraged me in just 
doing it anyway because it really is so beneficial when you collaborate with other women and your listeners get to have new perspectives and new voices. And so I really started to see the benefits. So thank you for encouraging me in that. And thanks for being my first guest. Oh my gosh, no problem. Thank you for being so open to the idea. I mean, yeah, being able yeah. to share your story is incredible, but then being able to showcase other people's stories just takes it to the next level. Yeah, totally. I, I am starting to see that now for sure. So I thought we could start with you maybe telling our listeners a little bit more about yourself and your business journey, as much of that as you want to cover. I know you've kind of dabbled here and there like I have, which I think is so impressive. You seem to do it all. So if you could tell us a little bit more about your business and your journey and just more about yourself. Okay. So yeah, I do a little bit of everything kind of, um, a little bit here and there. Um, so I started a gluten-free bakery uh, about two years ago and it's like my little baby. It's so cute. I love it. Um, and I've been baking and doing cakes and stuff for about 10 years and that sort of allowed me to just tap into my creativity. Like I'm my own boss. I own my own place. I get to make my own hours. And that just sort of gave me the taste of, I know I want to work for myself. And I know that I'm meant to do things to help other people, regardless mm -hmm. of what it is. And then in the last year or so, um, I've always been super spiritual. I've always been into like the woo-woo. I started collecting crystals when I was about six, seven years old. Um, into essential oils. So that's sort of been <clears throat> in my life for a very long time, but I just, I didn't tap into it fully until about a year ago. And in the last year, my mindset has completely shifted. Um, and now I'm taking those things and those lessons that I've learned within myself in the last year. And I just want to teach other women that it's possible to like rewrite your story rewire your brain and just start thinking so positively that every single good thing you want in life can happen to you. So um, this year, I just kind of made the pledge to myself to like invest in myself. And mm -hmm. that's through like free knowledge that I found online, reading books, listening to audiobooks while I'm driving podcasts. Like I've listened to so many podcasts this year. It's insane. Um, <laughs> I took the financial leap to invest in myself and started doing courses, which is actually how we met. Yeah. And, um, through those courses, I basically found my calling and sort of what I wanted to do with my life. Um, I've always been the girl that everyone's come up to and just talked to and told me their life story. Like whether I'm on the subway, whether I'm in the grocery store, um, I'm at the mall in a store, like people will just come up to me and ask me random things or tell me things that I'm like, I don't know who you are. And from that, I was like, okay, so people are connecting to my energy. People are just mm -hmm. feel like they can talk to me and I have just like a presence that is inviting and why not make that work for me and help other people in the process? So yeah, long story short, I just want to like <laughs> start coaching women in the fact that they can achieve anything they put their mind to. And it's sort of just like my tagline is live your wildest life. And I just want to sort of show everyone that that's completely possible. You just have to shift a couple of things that you currently are doing in your life. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing. I know that was like a big question to get started. So thank you for answering that so honestly and openly. And it leads me perfectly into my next question for you, because you mentioned that you've been making investments this year and taking courses and 
that is where we met through um, Catherine Zinkina's online course, yes. Manifestation Baby. So good. So uh, my question is, and we also are taking Business by Design with James Wedmore, which I know okay. we both haven't really started much on that yet. Nope. And we're also both taking NLP practitioner certification. It's so like soul sisters. We're literally we just, I love it so much. Yeah, we can't get away from each other. So <laughs> our paths are very similar. And I had the same thing as you. Like this was my year where I just kind of woke up and said, this is the year I'm going to use my story to help other women and like truly step into that role. And um, yeah, I just love how aligned we are. And uh, so my question is... I know for me that this course had a huge impact on my life and it's quite a crazy trip when you do something like that for yourself. You go through the ups and the downs and it, for those of you listening who don't know, we took a mindset and manifestation course and you do like some deep inner work and you forgive things from your past and you learn how to totally transform your mindset, which are the kind of courses that Gabriella and I are going to be teaching. I think that's the goal, right? Yeah, pretty much. So... Yeah, so it's quite the it's quite the trip. So I'm curious what kind of shifts and changes you experienced, both maybe positive and negative, and what's the best thing that you think you got out of it? So um, things that I had to try to get over and forgive, a big, big one for me was money. Um, that sort of held me back a lot in my life. Um, I've always been the one to just kind of do what I want, when I want, spend what I want, even if I have it or don't have it. And I was like, yeah, that's like the way it should be. And it is in, to a sense. I feel mm -hmm. like I was doing that um, because I was scared to save money. Um, I've had to get through some serious like money mindset blocks. And Catherine's course like seriously helped me open up and like dig deep into like what those blocks were and then how to get over them. And I'm still doing daily work on getting over them. It's not like an overnight thing. It's not, no. I wrote down the next day was like, oh my God, I'm cured. Like every single day I'm figuring out new stuff about money blocks and I'm getting over them. And I think like being proactive, <clears throat> taking courses is amazing, but like being proactive mm -hmm. you're done the course and actually implementing those skills and those lessons into your life is what changes your life. Yeah, totally. It's one thing to learn it and to watch the videos and to do the homework. And then it's, it's another thing to actually apply what you're learning. The same thing when you read a personal development book, it's like, you can read all the books you want, but don't move on to the next book until you actually implement what you've learned 100. from that book. And that's why I loved that, like every lesson or like every module was like, digging deep and was just asking you questions and was like, stop, journal, write it down, figure it out, figure out how to get over it. And then move on to the next one. Don't move on to the next one until you're ready. And for yeah. me, I didn't finish it in a month because I was seriously just like focusing on the stuff that I had to get over before I moved on to the next part of it. And I think that's what helped me the most was I wasn't like, okay, cool. I wrote down one thing. And now I know what it is and I'm going to get over it. No, I like sat there for like weeks and was like, what else has held me back? And then I fully mm. reflected those. Um, the thing that I think I gained the most, um, I've been implementing this for about a year, but the course just tried, like helped me tap into it a lot stronger. Um, mm. We're talking about this before we started recording. But if you focus on the good, the good gets better. And 
I think that's something that you've always heard in life, something that like you've seen on Pinterest boards, but nobody actually puts it into action. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you can wake up and be the most positive person for like the first two hours of your day and then something goes wrong and then you focus on that one wrong thing all day. And like things are going to go wrong. No life is perfect. Things mm-hmm. will happen that like shake you up a bit. Um, but if you focus on that one thing, then you're going to keep getting more of that thing that you don't like and you don't want. So I think through all of the courses that I'm taking, even like the NLP, um, yep. it's just allowing me to just completely shift my mindset and say like, you know what, that sucked. What can, lesson can I take from that? Or like that sucked, but this also happened and it was fantastic. And mm-hmm. how can I focus on that more than the shitty thing that happened? Yep. Totally. It's such a big part of (laughs) it is kind of like the underlying theme in in all of the courses. They really come down to mindset and your thoughts and choosing your thoughts carefully. And um, even in NLP, they teach us that the subconscious mind doesn't process negatives. So you can't focus on what you don't want. You have to focus on what you do want. Because whatever you're focusing on, it's going to expand, it's going to attract into your life. 100%. Yeah, so I just love that it's being reinforced in, like, every single course that we're taking. We're going to be professional reframers and, like, professional thinkers, basically. But it's, like, if you think about it, because it's being brought up in every single one of those courses, and the courses aren't even, like, some of them are similar, but they all focus on different aspects of business and life and spirituality, and everything is, like, they're not similar, but yet every single one of them has that exact same teaching in it. So it's like, okay, this must be right. This must be true. Um, Because every single person's talking about it and all of those people are successful. Yep. There's something to this. Exactly. Uh, So I'm wondering if you've had to deal with, like when you're on this journey of becoming more positive and focusing on manifesting and changing your thoughts and things can get a little bit woo-woo. I know you've already said that you're already into the woo-woo stuff but have you had to deal with people who just don't get it and how have you dealt with that oh 100 percent. like my family thinks I'm nuts and I just (laughs) like they've always thought I was nuts that's not really anything new um (laughs) the one that gets home from like a day at work when I'm surrounded by a lot of people and I sage myself I sage my room and um they're like you you burn shit in your room like what what are you doing and like nobody understands like the crystals are just sort of like taking that time for yourself to just like reflect before you go to sleep whether it's in the morning whether it's at night like taking that 10 15 minutes or however long you have in the day and just taking that time for you with like no distractions um and i think now that i've been more open about it because I was always doing this just sort of like in the confines of my room and like not really sharing it. And in the last couple months since doing these courses, I've just become more confident in my woo-woo, which I was like trying to hide. And Mm -hmm. um, I've come out and I've just sort of like shared about it on Instagram. I've shared about it on my new podcast. And um, I have friends and family calling me all the time being like, what do I do? And I like share with them because I'm not afraid of it anymore. And I'm not afraid to like, look like the weird one that burned shit in her room because <laughs> it's helped me so much um so yeah yes, people are definitely not understanding of it but I think 
the more and more mainstream this becomes, because everyone's sort of talking about it right now, the more it's going to be accepted and the more people yeah. are going to understand and they're going to be like, why didn't I do this sooner? So yeah. I've like stepped away from a bunch of relationships, like friendships um, that just weren't like positive for me. Mm-hmm. Um, not always the answer. Um, Sage is always the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Save yourself always. That is always the answer. But I feel like the universe just like has our best interests at heart. And the people that don't understand truly, um, they're either not going to understand but still accept you or they're not going to understand and something's going to come up and they're no longer going to be a part of your life. There's yeah. kind of like those two roots. And you just have to stand like grounded in your beliefs and in like you as a person and not really care about those external forces and what people think. Because if this is what makes you happy and makes you heal as a person and you do it and who the F cares, whatever, what anyone thinks. Yeah, exactly. And it's also like sometimes the universe will, well, oftentimes when you are going to reach a new level or you are going to get something that's for your highest good, there's something called the law of vacuum, which we learned about in our course and the universe will make space for something better for you. So it might even remove relationships and and take things out of your life and you can feel like you're losing everything but actually it's just making space for relationships that might be better for you not necessarily they're better people or they're better friend but for you that serve you better yeah 100 percent. i definitely had some rearranging (laughs) happen during the course and i i ended up manifesting awesome new like high vibe friends like you so Obviously, universe knew what it was doing, and it cleared out space for for relationships and things that serve me better. So, yeah, I love that outlook. I love it too, and I feel like not every single one of your friends will be into what you are into. But if mm-hmm. something doesn't make you feel good after spending time with them, then just yes, rethink that relationship. Like you don't have to have every single thing in common with someone that's in your yes. life, but they shouldn't make you second guess yourself or your beliefs or your feelings. So like mm-hmm. if that is happening, that's when you have to like get home and like reflect and question whether that person's worth spending time with. Yep. Totally so agree. That's been like a big thing that I had to overcome. Um, Cause I'm yeah. I, with everyone. I'm all like the happy, merry, sunshine, positive one that just like talks to every single person and wants to know what's going on in everyone's life. And, as much as I love that part of me, the same time, I'm like, I just need to like focus on what serves me and like, who is aligned with like my vibe and like my highest good, because those people mm-hmm. will be like lift me up when I need it. Yep. Yeah. And it's like, you don't have to, you don't have to worry about everyone having the same beliefs as you. Like it doesn't matter Exactly. As long as it, as long as, like you said, they're not being negative and bringing you down and making you feel like you need to hide or, or feel stupid or feel silly or whatever. Um, like I'm lucky, my my family is pretty open to this stuff, and they've they've been, my mom's been like YouTubing about chakras and balancing chakras and all of that, and yeah, and my sister is she obviously was in the course with us, she's into it. And my fiance is like, does not get it at all. He, like, I was talking about angel numbers the other day, or like constantly. I'm always like, oh, look, three, three, three. Oh, yeah. look, five, five, five. That means a change is coming. 
<laughs> and he's like looking at me like, are you going crazy? What's happening? But he still support like he supports me no matter what. And so it doesn't matter. And eventually, once he sees me like shining and and that this is helping me so much, he might he might want to learn more about it or he might not. And that's okay. And he's all he's always, always saying like, oh, manifest it. Like, can we get, do you think we can get in the elevator and like go straight up, manifest it, manifest it. And so there's little things that he's already picking up on, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not here to change anybody. I just want to do what makes me feel good. And then it's naturally going to affect people. Right. Exactly. My sister just keeps saying to manifest her pool. I'm like, it'll happen. It'll happen. For her? (laughs) For her. She's like, yeah she's got to manifest it for herself <laughs> like good for me but yeah yeah that's true yeah. <laughs> uh so I know yeah I know you're big on crystals and you have a pretty awesome altar and all things woo woo which I think we're gonna get to the point where nobody even calls this woo woo right like oh, you're gonna be like if you're not doing this you're woo woo you're woo woo yeah <laughs> I heard uh, Emily Aaron's on James Wedmore's podcast. I don't know if you heard that one. That yeah. But so good. And she was like, oh, I remember when I used to call this stuff woo woo. I don't even call it woo woo anymore. It's just it's just yeah. the smart way to be healthy and happy. And it's just it really is going to be mainstream, I think. So anyway, I know you're into all of those rituals. So do you have a favorite ritual at the moment? Um. So I'm very big on trusting my intuition. Um, it mm-hmm. sort of never steered me in the wrong direction, but we always sort of just need that extra push or that extra guidance or yeah. um, as much as I trust it, I always want that sort of like, oh, are you sure? So um, I have so many decks of Oracle cards. Those are sort of like my friends. I go to them when I need them. I actually just did a spread right before this. Nice. Um, yeah and like the spread that I just did was all about following your intuition and like tapping in and just sort of like whatever you're feeling is correct so just like stick with it and go with it and like don't think too far ahead because you kind of are in that sweet spot right now and just like go with it and everything you want will happen and I was like okay I kind of already knew that but that like little reassurance I was like Mm -hmm. okay sweet now I like really know it and then I can like tap into the feeling of it already coming true which is how manifestation works. Yeah. So I feel like oracle cards are like super important um, in my rituals and my like life, but also um, like crystals are a huge part of me. Um, I use them when I meditate. I just sort of have them on my altar. Um, I keep them in my purse. I have one on my keys. Like I have one on my cash register at work. Crystals are just sort of all nice. around, always have been. And um yeah so between crystals oracle cards and sage like like I just said I literally sage myself yesterday when I got home from like a family gathering um sage so yeah basically smudging and then oracle cards and crystals all three of them sort of in conjunction um are sort of things that I do very very often nice Yeah. yeah I love that I want you to teach me more about crystals someday because I know I know there's so many benefits to them and they help so many people. And I think a part of me is, has not dabbled into it yet because I know once I start, 
collecting, I'm going to just like spend all my, all my money is going to be gone. I'm going to want every single crystal and like every weekend bringing home another crystal. <laughs> so I'm like, I have duplicates now just because I go <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, but it's so nice. I want it. <laughs> yeah, I know. So if you are going to dabble in crystals, something I will let you know, um, let the crystal call out to you. So if you're going into like a store and there's like mm-hmm. multiple varieties of crystals, pick them up, let like leave it in your hand for a couple seconds and just sort of like tap into how the crystal makes you feel because more often than not, you could go in there with like, I want this crystal yeah, and you with a completely different one because of what you currently need in your life. So the crystals cool. kind, of, kind of like speaks to you and calls to you based on what you currently need. So like the crystal that I use every day changes based on what I need, what I'm feeling. Um, but I have like my two go-to that are sort of my everyday ones all the time. And then I have ones that change all the time. So as, yeah, like do research, figure out like one that yeah. you have or need, but just be open to the fact that like a crystal might choose you instead of you choosing a crystal. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, snap. I didn't even think <laughs> of that. <laughs> I like, I know that I, I'm interested in the rose quartz because that's like the self-love one, right? That's one of my go-to. Um, yeah first crystal I ever purchased for myself I was like a little kid and um the shop owner actually told me what I just told you about letting the crystal Mm -hmm. choose you and that sort of stuck with me my whole life and yeah um I picked up that rose quartz and I don't know what part of me needed that love but it was like a fire in my hand like literally the hand was complete and I've never felt something so strong. And I looked at her and she looked at me and she was like, that's the one. And I was like, okay, I don't know what's happening, but sure. And like <laughs> little eight-year-old girl and was like, hey, here, thank you. Take my money. I want this. But um, yeah, like that's why that one sort of stuck with me since. I have one in my purse. I have one, like I take one with me when I travel. I have like a huge one on my altar. Um but yeah, the the crystal chooses you as much as like that sounds kind of like Harry Potter, like the wand chooses. <laughs> yeah. Really the like, the, the wand chooses the wizard. <laughs> oh, I love Harry Potter. Right. <laughs> so okay, so when we hung out together, we hung out at C and E, and I told you I was very blown away and impressed by your independence and your confidence of just like marching up to people if, if we needed help with something and like hey can you take a picture of this hey can we use this hey and I was just like whoa you're so impressive so I'm just wondering where does that confidence and independence come from and what advice would you give for the women who are more like me and they're more like sort of afraid of burdening people or like asking for help when they need it um I've sort of always been that way. So I'm not really sure where it came from per se, Um, maybe a past life. I don't know. But um, yeah, uh, honestly, one thing at a time. I'm like, you're not going to go overnight to like the person that talks to everyone in a room. That just, it's not realistic. Um, But talk to one person. Yeah. Talk to one person. Do like one thing a day that's out of your comfort zone. And then over time, it'll seem like those things are just second nature to you. Don't like not be yourself and don't try and be like someone else just because you think that that's a better way to be. Um, 
because we're all unique. We all have our own gifts. We all have our own talents. And you might be shy, yes. But like, if you start doing one thing a day that scares you or one thing a day that you're like embarrassed of or just out of your comfort zone, even if it's just like going on a subway and like speaking to the person sitting next to you who's a stranger, just asking them how their day is. Yeah. Like get into a life conversation, but just simply being like, oh, you're having a good day. Like, how's your day? Um, that's like out of a lot of people's comfort zones. And then that'll just make you a little bit more confident to do that in other situations in your life. Um, asking for help. I feel like your friends and family would be like the best place to start for that because yeah. they it's in their nature to want to help you. And so I think to get more confident on asking other people to help you that are not in that like close circle of friends and family, you have to start by asking the people that are the closest to you. Because once yeah. you get fear of asking them, I feel like asking a stranger is so much easier than asking someone you know. Because if the person you know says no to you, that's more yeah. like well than if a stranger says no. So that's true. If you can get over asking friends and family, and you can talk to strangers and ask strangers kind of anything because they're either going to say yes or they're going to say no, and you're going to just move on from it regardless of what they say. Yeah, that's so, that's so good. <laughs> think it and just do one thing a day out of your comfort zone. It's not going to, you're not going to just like, it's not going to happen overnight and don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Like put yourself out there because other people are probably looking to you to do the same thing. And they're just, yeah. as you are. That's very true. That's <laughs> so good. Such good advice. I know I've had moments where I catch myself striking up a conversation with a stranger, like, I've done some solo travel on an airplane to go and meet Tarek in Greece, or I've met him in uh, Spain before. And previously, like a few years ago, Emily would be terrified, probably wouldn't have even gone because of having to fly by myself. And then I catch myself striking up a conversation with the person sitting next to me and like asking where they're going and are they traveling alone and what are they doing? And then suddenly this past last trip that I went on, I started talking about my podcast and that it's all about mindset and law of attraction and the guy was like yeah that's what I'm into like I love those podcasts and it was like what so you never know you know sometimes you're worried people are going to judge you or um where that conversation is going to go but it just it it people aren't so scary and sometimes exactly. I surprise myself and people can surprise you too so exactly and like don't get overwhelmed if your first like interaction with that type of conversation just ends with like a, I'm good. How are you? And like, doesn't go anywhere. The yeah. Fact you, like said, hello. The fact that you stepped out of your comfort zone to ask that person the question is like a win on you. And don't let the other person's like closed off energy just sort of deter you from doing it again and again and again and again. Cause not yeah. everyone's open to that, but the fact that you put yourself out there, like, is a testament to you. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of people <laughs> would get like overwhelmed if they like try and put themselves out there and then they, they don't get it reciprocated. Yeah. Like, okay, I tried, I'm done. Like, no, yep. keep trying, keep doing it. You will find those people that genuinely want to have conversations with you. Um, and the people that don't, that's their problem. Yeah. And I will say, as a person who's been on the other end, who's been the closed off person, yeah. like not wanting to talk to strangers or 
you know, kind of shutting them down. It's nothing, it's nothing against the person reaching out. It's totally just about the other person being shy. And that's something that people don't realize, shy people, because I spent most of my life being a shy person. You don't realize that you're kind of offending the other person because they do think it's like, (laughs) oh, she doesn't like me. She won't even make eye contact or she doesn't even want to talk. That comes across as rudeness. And so that's one thing that helps me to step out of my comfort zone is realize that when I'm being shy or I'm kind of, you know, shutting people down, it's, I'm only worrying about my own comfort, right? I'm not worrying about how they're, it's making them feel and it's usually making them feel kind of bad. But I know that people, like, I am also an introvert and I need my own downtime to recharge. So you got to find that balance. It's not about like talking to everyone all the time, but where that question came from for you is just, yeah, I just love your independence. And I know you said you've done a lot of solo traveling. So best thing ever. Yeah. I so think that everyone should travel alone at least once in their life. It's life changing. So cool. Yeah. So let's talk about that for a sec. So what are some places you've gone and what was your favorite place to visit? Um. Okay. So let's talk about recent ones. Cause I've sort of traveled. Alone. Okay. Um, most recently, um, at, in, when was it? Christmas, around Christmas, um, last year, uh, I went to Ireland and Iceland for about two and a half weeks. And that was a complete solo trip. Um, all my other solo trips were a bit shorter. So this was like my first, like two and a half week sort of on wow. my own trip. Um, and I didn't really plan anything ahead of time except where I was staying, I just sort of was like, yeah, I'll figure it out as I go. And I think that was like the greatest thing I could have done because I experienced so much and I just got to like meet locals and just like people would recommend things to do and see. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, I have no plans tomorrow. And I would go do it. And um, yeah, I think just like letting go of the planning because as much as I'm like a free bird, go with the flow kind of person, that's sort of who I've always been. Everyone's like, oh, you never have a plan. I'm like, eh, secretly I do inside. Um, <laughs> I've always been like the plan A, B, C, D person who like was like, okay, I want it this way. But then if it doesn't work out this way, it's going to go this way. And then if that doesn't work out, okay, maybe I'll do this. And I've always had like different avenues yeah. of what I could and couldn't do. And um sort of I've just sort of let go and trusted in God in the universe and was just like guide me where I need to go and I trust you and um it's worked out incredible the last like year or so so I'm just like okay gonna keep doing it and so that was like my first long trip alone where I didn't really have a plan and then a couple weeks ago I went to New York that was really fun I completely manifested that trip so that was awesome went alone um yeah and then I'm I'm going to LA in October for the NLP course and yes. so just I'm I'm two and a half weeks again I'm gonna be alone and um yeah I kind of love it because you get to again get out of your comfort zone and you're forced to kind of talk to people and interact because yeah you're alone and like who wants to be alone all the time not me <laughs> um, yeah but, like it's it's good and then I just think like when you are traveling alone, if you have done it or or you're going to do it or that's something you're looking into, um, don't be scared to put yourself out there. It goes back to the question before. Just don't be scared to put yourself out there. Like I was in Ireland and I was like walking into pubs and I would just like 
walk up to two girls who were at the bar and I was like hey where are you guys from what are you doing like how long are you here and then we ended up like bar hopping the whole night together so um just not being afraid and like yeah just be yourself and do one thing a day same thing while you're traveling whether you're home do one thing a day that's out of your comfort zone it will transform your entire life yeah so true I love that and I love your your bravery and your courage and your confidence with all that, with the independent traveling and just striking up conversations with people. I'm just so fascinated by it. So thank you for humoring me and answering, <laughs> answering those questions. So what is, this is a two-part question. All right, all right. <laughs> what are you currently manifesting? And what is something epic that you've recently, or what is the most epic thing that you've manifested? Hmm. Okay. Um, something I'm currently manifesting. I want a new car so bad. So mm-hmm. like I have been writing it down and I have it on my vision board. And it's sort of like when I started the manifestation babe course, um, I sat down and I was like, how do I see my life? What do I want for my life? And um, I kind of meditated on it and a G wagon just keeps coming up like the block. <laughs> yeah. Track. Yeah. And um, I, like like they're common but not that common and I feel like in the last couple of months since I've sort of put it out there that I like want this car I literally have been seeing them everywhere and I'm like okay so every yes. time I, them, I just get like entire body chills and I'm like oh my god I see you you're my car um, <laughs> the other day I was driving and I took like a complete wrong street and I was like oh man and I just like detoured and in my detour, I ended up at a stop sign and like a G-Wagon was right in front of me. And I was like, wow. and then the other day, um, same thing. I was like driving, I had to like make a U-turn and I ended up like on a separate street that I wasn't supposed to be on. And like a white G-Wagon pulled up behind me. And I was like, oh my God, it's happening. <laughs> I'm just like patiently waiting. I'm like, okay, I know it's going to happen. I'm not going to figure out how it's going to happen. I just yep. it's going to happen. So that's like, I think my big one right now. Um, and then something that I've recently manifested. So I'll talk about New York in a sec, but like I've manifested really cheap parking, parking spots, like little things pretty much every day. Mm -hmm. And then, um, New York was a big one. So I pre-ordered the Gabby Bernstein book, Super Attractor. It's coming out in October. So excited for it. Cool. Me too. Yeah. It's incredible. It's going to be incredible. And, um, there was like a little note saying like, if you pre-ordered, you could go and see her live. And if you didn't get a chance to see her live, because it was like limited tickets, you could um, just watch like a live stream. She was going to do it live on the computer. So I was like, well, no, if I'm going to order this book, I will <laughs> see her live in person. Yeah. And when I pre-ordered, like the live was completely sold out. And I was like, no, nah, that's not going to fly with me. So I emailed her team. And I was like, <laughs> Is there a wait list? And they're like, yeah, we'll put you on a wait list. I'm like, okay, cool. And, um, that was sort of about like three weeks before I actually went. And I just started talking to everyone and like saying to my friends, like when I'm in New York, York, um, I had the flight info pulled up on my phone. I had hotels saved in like my Expedia account. And like I had Airbnb (laughs) saved because, and I had like Hopper, the app on my phone. So every time like the flight went cheaper, I would get like a notification. So like a couple times a week, New York would like pop up as a notification. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. Like what? <laughs> so I just kind of took those action steps. Yeah. Like, I'm already going to go. I know it's going to happen. 
and I just sort of like let it like let, let it go and yep. maybe like mm, a, it was probably about a week before the actual like trip wow or team emailed me and they're like we have a ticket available do you want it and I was like oh my gosh yes and I booked my flight that night and then I booked my hotel the next day and I like went for three days it was a really short trip but um it was incredible. And I like sat there on the plane on my way there. And I was like, I did this. Like, That's so I cool. put a, like a thought out there and I said like what I wanted. And I just sort of took the action steps, but didn't focus on it so much that it was yep. like do or die. It was like, I took those steps and then I was like, okay, yeah. Like when it happens, it's going to happen. And then it happened. So I was like, okay, that's how it works. Um, and were you like, Okay, because I had a similar experience with, <laughs> sorry for interrupting you, I'm getting so excited. <laughs> I had a similar experience with my LA trip with Catherine that I manifested. And were you like, so like I felt so excited before it actually happened and I kind of prepared for it. I made a list of questions that I would ask Catherine and everything and like sort of looking into the weather and what I would wear. And then I kind of let it go. Yeah. And then one of my sister called me, she was the one who called me and said that I won. I kind of felt like, not that shocked and she was like why aren't you more excited this is crazy and I'm like but it's not crazy oh yeah no. I 100% knew I was already going I didn't right know how. I was like but I'm going um the same way you like made a list of questions I'm a foodie and I'm like gluten-free so <laughs> yes me made, too. Like, a list of gluten-free restaurants I was like I'm gonna go here go here I was like saving a bunch of stuff on Instagram um so I pretty much planned my trip without booking my trip and mm. yeah I, there was something inside and again follow like following your intuition um your intuition knows things before you even like fully can comprehend yeah. them and just sort of allowing yourself to trust in that knowing yeah um yeah no, so when you so when you got that call or that email with the ticket were you like shocked or were you just like, yep, there's my ticket? No, I was like, okay, cool. Now I'm going to book my flight. <laughs> I like texted my friends because we have a group chat. And I was like, guys, officially going to New York. They're like, oh my God. I was like, yeah, no, but like we already knew this was happening. So yeah. just, just FYI. That's um, so cool. But yeah, I feel like as long as you put that trust in the universe, mm -hmm. in yourself, like that's the thing I don't think a lot of people – talk about they always talk about like trusting in the external forces trust yourself because you yeah. are so powerful and your mind is so powerful that it's like you can literally do anything you put your mind to but people forget that and they don't like trust in that knowing that they have yeah yourself. so yeah that's such a good point trust yourself and like I've said this I've posted about this before but like if God or universe puts a dream in your heart and in your head, I don't think you would be given that dream if you couldn't make it happen or if it couldn't oh, come true. 100%. You were literally put on this earth to do your heart's desire. And like, yeah. you can think it and dream it and have the feeling of what it'll happen when you have it. It's already yours. You just yeah. have to like believe it. Yeah. Have you read the book, um, Florence Shin's book, The Game of Life and How to play it or how to win it no Lawrence I, Chin. um but I just finished reading the big leap by Gay. oh Chin. so good oh my gosh it was like life-changing like, <sighs> okay I see it so much clearer now 
Yes. Listeners, write those two books down. The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. And then, yeah, Florence Shin's The Game of Life and How to Play It, I think it's called. And it talks about what obviously you already understand the principle, but she talks a lot about uh, man doesn't get, she says man, but man doesn't get what he wants. He gets what he prepares for. So she talks heavily about preparing for what you want as if it's already yours, which is exactly what you did with your New York trip. So it just reminded me of that. So cool. And then, of course, I don't think enough people talking about the importance of letting it go, like truly being detached from the outcome because you already had so much fun, you know, imagining it happening and you already you already feel so good. You already feel like it's going to happen that whether or not it actually happens or not doesn't really matter anymore. And then just letting go and playing and having fun and kind of not stressing about the outcome too. Super important. Like a big lesson for me because with the being the one that plans and has like a thousand lists, I've always just yeah. if it doesn't happen, what's my plan B? And like it does, life doesn't work that way. Um, yeah. So that's been like one of like the struggles that I've had to sort of get over was just not over planning and actually yeah. putting the let it go into action because. Um, yeah, that was like my word for the year it, uh, on New Year's Eve. I, uh, sorry, on Christmas Eve, yeah. I had this like, I went to church and um, there was like this, like, we had to write a word and put it in this like mm-hmm. thing. It was like, what is your word for 2019? And it was like one single word. And like, I wrote my word as trust. And uh. that was before all of this. And so I was like, something inside cool. me already saying that this was going to happen I just didn't know what this was and it's crazy to think that like Christmas is in a couple months like that's nuts to think already but Christmas (laughs) and it's like a year before I wrote that one word saying trust and I was like I'm committing myself to that word for this year and that word has completely transformed my life yeah that's so cool I love that yeah, I'm gonna set a word of the year yeah, next year. <laughs> like you don't even have to yeah. focus on that word, but just writing it down, and then it like ingrains in your subconscious, and then through every decision you make, you're like, oh yeah, okay, I have to like do that. Um, yeah. So trust was like a really big one for me, and I don't even know where it came from. I just sort of the guy gave me a pen. He's like, write down a word, and I was like, okay, and the first <laughs> one the mind was that and I just wrote it down and I didn't even think about it and it's crazy because like literally that's been the premise of this entire year is just learning yeah yeah especially since you've been investing so much in yourself and signing up for courses and kind of um yeah doing all this investing in yourself I know how much trust that takes because I'm in the same boat and it can be so scary but you have to trust your higher self and god and universe and just know that if you get that intuitive feeling and it feels good then it's there for a reason 100 percent. like that's so on point yeah and it's never going to lead you astray so oh i love that (laughs) (laughs) what so in this year now that we're yeah we're approaching the end of the year already the last quarter what do you think is the biggest mindset shift that you've had this year or like the biggest lesson? Um, I think it just goes back, like besides the big trust thing, um, 
I think it just goes back to like rewriting my money story. I've always um, not struggled with money, but I've struggled saving money. That's been like a big thing for me. Um, I'm always the one that when I want something, I just don't even think about it. I go buy it. And I don't like think about whether I have the money to get it or where I'm going to get the money to get it, which is like a great practice when you have it. But when you don't have it, like you're like, oh, uh," and then you feel guilty. And that's my pattern. It was like, I get it and I feel so good when I had it. And then after I'd come home and I'd be like, oh, should I have done that? And so (laughs) I think rewiring that whole part of my brain um, has been like the biggest, like massive shift. Yeah. Um, And like I was listening to like IGTV and was talking about like Jim Carrey and how he was like, he had nothing. And he wrote that like check for himself for $10 million and like post dated it for three years in advance and like kept it in his wallet, like for three years, a week, couple weeks right before the date that he had written on the check, he like got the, the contract for like the $10 million movie. And like hearing that I was just like, okay, yeah, like that is, that's crazy because it's so accurate that, Mm -hmm. um, just have to like know it's gonna happen and then the whole point back to trust so for me it's been a mixture of both the trust and then like completely rewriting and we like rewiring my brain in regards to money so like every week now I sit down and I like have a date with my money and I like pour mm-hmm. a bottle of wine and like now that it's still nice outside I'll go like sit on my patio and um I'll just sort of like know what's coming in what's going out and sort of like what days things are coming out. So I'm like, make sure that I have everything ready. Um, and that's like changed my like shift in mindset on money a lot because I was just completely ignoring it before. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. Like I didn't even know what I had in my bank account. Yeah. Like, I just, yeah, I'd had a really bad relationship with it. And then through like all of these courses, it's just sort of retrained me to be appreciative for like the money I do have. So then like more money will come in um, and then I'm taking that step and just sort of like putting it into every other aspect of my life. So like be appreciative for like what you have and then more of that will happen. Yeah. So it started with money and then now it's sort of like trickling down to like every other aspect of my life. Yeah. That's yeah. so true. That's so good. Um, and that's such an important lesson for I feel like women, especially around money and that guilt and mm-hmm. that kind of like, uh, I don't even know what's in the bank account. I'm not just not going to look yeah. <laughs> because we don't want to face that mm-hmm. guilt if we've overspent or if we have things coming out and we haven't managed it. But it really is so important to just look at it, first of all, face, like own up to it, look, open your account, but then do it from this energy of like appreciation and gratitude and even like, you know, play a high vibe playlist while you look at your accounts or like play yeah. some songs about money oh, get I your burn, crystals I burn like money incense um yeah specific ones that like increase money and like you're supposed to burn them on like a Wednesday or a Thursday so I just make sure like when I'm doing my money date it's like a Wednesday or a Thursday I'm burning my money incense and I, like I just I have good things around me and like wine I definitely like, wine makes me feel so high vibe um, <laughs> so like I have wine and just yeah like yeah have a date with your money. Treat your money the way you treat other relationships in your life. Yes. And then you will see your money flourish because when you give attention and love to relationships, they get stronger. 
And so yep. it's like when you treat your money with like love and respect and like you're taking your money on a date, like you know, yeah. your, your relationship with money will also get stronger. Hmm. Totally. It's an energy. So right. you need to, yeah, you need <laughs> to be a vibrational match for positive yep. money energy if you want positive numbers in your bank account and even like taking care of your wallet, making sure your purse is clean, making sure your bills are like crisp and or orderly and your wallet's not like full of receipts and gum wrappers and just like organizing it and managing like there's another great book by T. Harv Ecker. I don't know if you've read it, The Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. No. And it's yeah, it's really good. And it's about like um, managing whatever money you have now even on because it's such an energetic thing that even if you only have $5, you know, manage those $5, $1 goes to this $1 goes to that $1 goes to that. Because you're showing the universe, you're showing God, like, I can handle money, and I'm ready for more because I'm managing it, and I'm taking care of it. And it's like, it's so good. Yeah, it's so true. No, I'm reading right now. um, You are a badass at making money. Oh, cool. Jensen. Yeah, it's so good. Cool. I read her uh, You Are a Badass, but I didn't read the money one. Yeah, it literally just it reiterates all like the mindset blocks and like the limiting beliefs around money that we sort of learned in our courses. But she just breaks them down each chapter. And then it's like she gives you prompts to like write stuff down and just sort of dig deep into like why. And through doing that in the last like two weeks, um, I've figured out even more of like my money blocks because I feel like it's like so rooted that I'm like okay let me just like continue this journey and like through her book I've even gone to like I literally heard crying the other day like over one of them so um I feel like our feelings are never over and there's like always more things that we can figure out about ourselves oh totally yeah totally I know it's so funny that like well, it's not funny, but like interesting that some of the <laughs> some of the stuff when you go through even blocks around money, how emotional it can be. Like I've had ones where like I did Catherine's 21 day money challenge with her book. And there's a part where you just have to literally list everything you need to forgive, whether it's related to money or not. And because it is all connected. And yeah, some of those just made me like ugly cry. And I realized like, oh, my healing's not done, apparently. Yeah, exactly. That was like me in the last couple of weeks. I was like, I thought I would go, I thought I got over this, but I guess not. And then yeah. <laughs> I wasted it. And I was like, okay. And then like more stuff came up. And I just think the more conscious you are of like the things that you want to get over and want to work on, then the more you can like heal those things. Because if you're ignoring them or you're just like saying, I shouldn't feel that way, then those feelings are just going to like stay with you. And then that's not yeah. helpful. Yeah, and they can come out later when you're triggered or they can sabotage you. <laughs> so yeah, it is it's so true. It's like a daily practice of cleansing and forgiving and constantly working on yourself, but it's the best kind of work you could ever do. Like it's the most important investment you could ever make with your time or even your money is with your mindset. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So good. So just a couple more questions for you. So what would you say to someone who's maybe brand new to like mindset work, manifestation, spirituality in general, but like they're a little bit curious and they just feel overwhelmed? Like where would you have them start? Or where did you start? Okay, so I literally just started um, 
with my journal entry on if I could do anything in the entire world, like money aside, friends aside, parents aside, just like any judgment aside, what would your life look like? Mm. And that, like the craziest thing that comes to your head. Like I always joke about it and I'm like, whether it's like having a palace in like Dubai with seven Ferraris, a Porsche, <laughs> and like six horses. Yeah. Like whatever comes to your mind, just write it down because that came to your mind for a reason. And then um like if you follow like Rachel Hollis, um yep. like wash your face girl self apologizing. So good. Um, so good. She has like the ten by ten rule. So it's like yeah. write down the ten things you want to accomplish in ten years and then rank them in importance. And then you can learn where to take those actionable steps to start towards achieving the first one. Yeah. And all the other ones will happen. Um, just focus on like the one you want the most yeah. and then make it happen. Um, but I think until you sit down and figure out what exactly you want, you can't do anything. So um, true. It's like tap into what you want, write it all down, feel it as if like it already happens and be so specific. Like I wrote down exactly what I wanted for my life down to like the shoes I was wearing, the purse I was carrying the dog that was in my purse and my <laughs> bills were in my wallet. Be as specific as possible because then you're actually feeling like that is your life. And then that's mm-hmm. how it's all feeling. Yeah. Oh, so good. And I love Rachel Hollis too. I'm seeing her in October. She's Woo! coming to Toronto. Are you? Yes. Oh, so uh, excited. Yep. My sister's coming. Oh, I think she's still coming. My sister's coming. And I already warned her, like, I may or may not cry when Rachel Hollis comes out. Just warning you, because I love her so much. Epic dance party. So excited. Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) There's definitely going to be a lot of dancing and jumping, I'm sure, because it's Tony Robbins. Exactly. Oh, can't wait. Okay, so just for fun, just for fun question. What are three things our listeners may not know about you? Like little fun facts. Um, okay. I love Christmas. Like Christmas is my life. Not just because it's near my birthday, but just like I, if there's a Christmas store, I will go into it all year round. Um, <laughs> three up all year round. I have nutcrackers around my house all year. Um, like I am like a Christmas fanatic. I start watching Christmas movies in July. Like <laughs> Christmas all year is like what I vote for. Um, and then, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, I love Hallmark movies. That's like the super cheesy yes. stuff. Yes, yeah. And I feel like they just make you feel so good and like you're like, oh my God, love happens. And like, it's just, yep. they evoke like a really good, happy feeling in me. Whereas like other things I would like watch on TV don't really. So I kind of stick towards like the cheesy rum. Yeah. Like, um, Hallmark movies, just because they always make me feel so like happy and light and fun after watching them. And I think that's like a really good feeling to have. Yeah. Um. And we'll do like a food one, I guess, because um, I'm like a big foodie. Tacos yeah, me too. Life. I would have tacos every single day if I could, if I was like, well, I, I probably do. Um, <laughs> no, it's not an exaggeration. And um, I also love pickles. Like anything with a pickle is like my life goal. And uh, <laughs> York, there was this one restaurant that had fried pickles and I think I went there three days and like three times in three days 
Nice. My flight was delayed and I literally like jumped out of my Uber and was like, <laughs> hey, like I'll just call an Uber in two hours when I need it. And I like ran back to the Need restaurant. more pickles. <laughs> I ate more pickles. And the guy was like, you're back? And I was like, oh yeah, no, no. Like my flight was delayed and I just, I need these. <laughs> like, because yeah. they were gluten free, but they were deep fried, right? Yeah. Oh, I never get fried pickles at home unless they make them. And so yeah. I was, oh, I was living my wildest life. I was like, yes, give me all the fried pickles, please. I would be all over that with you. That sounds so good. But like, I'm like not even exaggerating when I like jumped out of that Uber. I got like the message that I <laughs> in Uber on the way to the airport, and I was like, oh no, and I like jumped out, and I was like, okay, bye, thank you, and like. <laughs> Yeah, pickles. Like that was the first. I didn't even think about like how I was gonna get back to the airport. I was just like, I need fried pickles now that I can just <laughs> two extra hours. Um, yeah. Yeah, I big. love that. That's me. We have we have a lot in common, my friend. Um, so where can people go if they want to know more about you or connect with you? Um, so Instagram right now is like my main hub. Um, so it's Gabriella with a three instead of an E. So like G-A-B-R-I three L-L-A Wilder. So W-I-L-D-E-R, Gabriella Wilder with a three. Um, and then on there, there's also um, a link to listen to my podcast, which is called Live Your Wildest Life. And every week I sort of just, I put an episode on Wednesdays as well. And um, I talk about like, woo-woo tips and affirmations that you need to like say for the week and I just sort of end the episode with a journal prompt just to sort of get your brain like working onto like different things you might not have thought of yourself um and then same thing so I have some guests lined up for that and uh yeah so that's sort of like the new thing that I'm like running towards and uh hopefully by like late fall early winter I will be um putting courses out there so I mean yes and then, uh, yeah, so right now, Instagram and then the podcast. Yeah, awesome. I love your podcast name. I think it's so clever. <laughs> Live your wildest life because your last name's Wilder. Yep. So good. So good. And congrats on starting your podcast and finding you. your you calling, know. really. Every time I had a question, I would, like, text you and be like, um, okay, so... <laughs> um, it's like a big part in getting that started but that's the other wow. thing like I think some people are scared of like doing something and taking those actionable steps and it's like I was talking about starting a podcast for about a year and I just did it because I was scared yeah. and then um someone posted on Instagram and they were just sort of like what's one thing you're holding yourself back from and I wrote like starting my podcast and yeah. same thing was like not a conscious thought I was like in the middle of the grocery store I don't know why I wrote that down and literally the next day I recorded my first episode and I was like yeah okay, did I wait so long to do this um yeah so that's the other thing I would say like at like last tidbit of advice for everyone listening is like remember that quote in the back of your head every day if not now when yeah because like that's yeah a big one if not now when are you going to do it because you'll never be ready you're never going to feel prepared there's always going to be one more thing that you want to like have an order before you start yep. and I think like if you have those thoughts you're never going to actually physically get up and do it so if you fail who cares get up and start again like yeah you're better off starting and then learning from that failure than never starting at all yeah so good Mic drop Mic drop. 
I think, yeah, that's the perfect sort of um, little nugget to wrap up our session here. So let's end on that note. But thank you so much for hanging out with me and our listeners. I can't wait for everyone to be able to hear this and soak in all this goodness. There's so many gems that came out of this conversation. So thank you so much for just being being here and being yourself. And I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy that was your first guest. Um, yeah. I can't wait to have you on mine. Yeah, totally. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. And we'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved today's episode, please leave me a review on iTunes or screenshot this episode and share it on your social media and tag me at essentially M, essentially E-M-M to let me know your thoughts or send it to a friend who needs to hear this message today and keep the love going. Connect with me on Instagram if we aren't friends on there yet at essentially M. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll catch you on the next episode.